Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson. Hello and welcome into an emergency podcast of State of the Sun Devils alongside Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson on the phone on his way to the press conference. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Uh, Unfortunate news out of the Sun Devil football program today as they have mutually parted ways with Herm Edwards, uh, head coach at ASU since 2018. Herm uh, went 26 and 20 in his career at Arizona State, including that is uh, 17 and 14 in Pac-12 play. Um, Jake, I just want to get your initial thoughts as you're on your way to the press conference right now. Uh, your initial thoughts when you heard uh, the news of this. I mean, I'm not shocked. We were kind of talking about it last night, but we were more so looking at Washington as that, that deciding home loss, you know, actually to an Pac-12 opponent, you would presumably be 1-5 in five at that point, and the season's completely lost. Just because I, we all had the team at 2-3 and three after the first five weeks anyway, but yeah, I mean, they, they looked completely lifeless, like they didn't show up, like they thought they could just show up and the name on the front of their jersey was going to get them a W after the way they played decently well against Oklahoma State, so... Uh, to me, that does come down to coaching if your team is not prepared. But, I mean, you know, there are so many other problems that were happening within this football program. It was just an, an inevitable thing, and uh, we're finally at the day it happened. Uh, I also do want to point out that Sean Aguano is going to take over. He's the assistant coach and uh, running backs coach at Arizona State. He's going to take over as interim head coach at Arizona State. Uh, Jesse, uh, your initial thoughts when you heard the news of Herm and ASU mutually parting ways? So I'm sad. You know, I, I do think it's it, it was time. You know, it, just this program d- didn't seem to be progressing. But, you know, I grew up watching ESPN and loving Herm. As just an analyst and as a person, I, I really listened to his advice, you know, don't press in, nothing good happens after midnight. Like, <laughs> that that was ingrained in me just from listening to Mike and Mike in the morning and stuff. And, you know, when he was hired, I was, like, the only person that was, like, oh, yeah, I love this hire. This is going to be so good. And, like, for the first couple of years, I looked like I was, like, so right. And then, you know, just just everything has kind of spiraled since then, and, and it really has made me, um, you know, it just makes me sad because, you know, I, I, I grew up just really, really, really liking Herm, and, uh, you know, I still do. He's always been super nice to me yeah. at, in, in press conferences and when I've interviewed him and just running into him around the community. I, I, I you know, I ran into him at a, at a store one time, and I was like, hey, I, you know, I, I cover the team. I'm sure you've seen me some, and, uh, you know, we had a, we had a good conversation about, you know, and, and, you know, just so I'm, I'm sad about that, but you know this. As far as as just a strictly football side of things, probably the right decision. Just because it just seemed like this program wasn't really getting over the hump, and you know it wasn't really fixing the things that we have seen, you know, in the past few years regarding. Um, like the penalties, just like I mean, in, in, AU, in the NAU game, it seemed like they had cleaned that up. And then we, the past couple of games, they just did the same thing. So it just seems like they're not progressing. They weren't progressing forward in a positive direction. Um, let's take a look at some of the positives that Herm Edwards uh, coached over here when he was during his time here at ASU um, beat Michigan State twice, including a, a great game on the road. Um, Jaden Daniels had that final drive. That's a fine Jesse. Um, Sorry. And then uh, had that final drive against Michigan State. And 
Uh, obviously, they won that game. Uh, beat ranked Oregon. They were ranked inside the top 10 at the time. Number five, actually. Yeah. Um, they, they, they ended Oregon's chances of going to the college football playoff that year. Like, if they had won that game, Oregon would have gone to the college football playoff. That was a very good team with, as we see now, a great quarterback. A great quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, won the Sun Bowl against Florida State back in 2019. Um, also, and I think, Jesse, you, you had some takes on this. He was the coach for the 70-7 to game against U of A. Yeah, and you know, I think that for Arizona and Arizona State fans, the biggest game of the year, no matter what, is, unless you know they're playing for a national championship or in the college football playoff, is the Territorial Cup rivalry. And, you know, after everything that had gone on in COVID and the canceled games and stuff, you know, I think that that was the biggest win and the biggest moment in Herm Edwards' career because they just went in. They played so well. They ran the ball so well, and they just stomped the Wildcats on their home turf. You know, and th- that that to me is the highlight of the entire tenure just because – and he never lost to U of A. Mm-hmm. Never lost to U of A. So, I mean, I think that is that is the thing to take away from his tenure as far as like a positive goes um, is just the fact that success in the Territorial Cup and, of course, like maybe the biggest Territorial Cup uh, of all time. And also the 41-40 to game, that happened as well under Herm. So, um, yeah, it was it, both were – both were really cool moments for ASU football and especially the 70 to 7 you know the whole Jackson he getting in and scoring yeah. in that game mm-hmm. like that that was fun and you know I think that game will, will always be remembered when Jake when you look back at the past uh four or so seasons three and a half what two and a half however because of the covid year however many you want to say uh, what will you remember uh uh, what will you remember about Herm Edwards here at Arizona State? Well, usually the thing I always said about Herm was that he's never had a sub-500 season. You know, the team's always been 500 or better, and especially when there were a couple seasons in there where their expectations were pretty low. Um, obviously, he's 1-2 and two in this year, so I guess by technicality that's no longer true. Um, but the team was always competitive. I mean, I think, honestly, uh, you know, if we take out the sanctions and, and, you know, what's going to come, we don't know. Um, but if you do look back, I think Herm's going to be remembered kind of what what c- could have been. Like, there was that opportunity, um, and it kind of just came crashing when that was the combination of a multitude of things. It's COVID year destroys, you know, everything with the continuity of the team. You know, we saw how that affected the basketball team that same year. Um, so it's... It's one of those to where, like, it, it, it's change that had to happen. It was inevitable. We knew it was going to happen at some point, given all the circumstances surrounding the program. Um, but in all, I mean, he wasn't the worst coach ASU's ever had. Um, granted, they didn't reach the heights that they set out, the ones that Ray Anderson had said. You know, they wanted Rose Bowl. They wanted national championships contention. They wanted a college football playoff berth. It didn't quite get there. It didn't even get close, as a matter of fact. But... Uh, they were on the right trajectory for about three years there, and then it just all came crashing down, and I think that will probably be what uh, everyone remembers Herm for the most. 
Yeah, and you touched on it. There's been some sour moments uh, over Herm's tenure here at Arizona State. Obviously, I touched on the Florida State Bowl victory, but they did only win one out of the three bowl games that they went to. And some of that has to do with Eno sitting out a bowl. Uh, Rashad sitting out last year. Rashad sitting out last year. Chase Lucas as well. Yeah, yeah, there there were multiple players that sat out the bowl game, so I should put that out. Offensive linemen had to play defensive line against Wisconsin. That's how many. That's how many guys didn't play. Yeah, I I do remember that. But, um, yeah, so one out of three in bowl games. Um, obviously, the COVID year, uh, not all his fault. You know, his players got COVID. He can't, he can't control uh, his players getting sick. So only four games that season. Um, yeah, I blame the Pac-12 more for that. They botched how they ran the season. They were like, we're going to play, then we're not going to play, then we're going to play in the spring like and then we're not going to play in the spring it's just that was that was on the Pac-12 I think more than anything um and then when you think about you think about penalties that that has been the problem the past two seasons always gonna say that the players play and the coaches coach so I mean the players got to go out and execute um so I I mean the players got to go out and execute and the coaches you know it's not all the coaches fault when it comes to penalties so I wouldn't blame Herm 100% on all the penalties but it wasn't fixed at the end of the day and I think that's part of the reason why he's uh, not at Arizona State anymore um and then the investigation that is still going on at Arizona State I mean it, we we don't know for 100% if it is his fault yet or if he was involved but right we, it, it we, seems like they got a couple of the bad apples out of the program yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like I feel like we'll find out more information about that as it goes along. But I also feel like we might not at all just because it just doesn't seem like the NCAA is that interested in moving this investigation forward. So I guess just take that part of Herm's tenure with the grain of salt. Who knows? <laughs> um, no, but overall, how I'm going to remember Herm Edwards era is I, I want to remember the good parts of it. I want to remember the Michigan State game. I want to remember the Oregon game. I want to remember 70-7. We're always going to remember 70-7. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I'm happy that we had this time as Herm Edwards as our head coach because he's a fun guy. He's a, he, he's a He's a guy that wants to make people laugh and make people happy, and I think uh, that definitely ha- that p- definitely showed. And I think his players really respect him. Um, unfortunate that this time had to come to an end with uh, with Herm Edwards at the helm of Arizona State, but it was uh, unfortunately time. Yeah, I think for me, I'm just going to remember. You know, the, I am. I will remember the good parts, but also I'm going to just remember how this tenure didn't really change anything ASU still the sleeping giant you know still still trying to get back to that late 90s Rose Bowl team and you know not quite there and it just it still just doesn't make much sense to me because I you know I think this is a great place to come out and go to school and play football so uh you know I think that that's just kind of what I remember is how I thought that the program will would will be like exponentially better and it kind of just still stayed this sleeping giant uh, Jake, moving forward, what do you what do you want ASU to get in their next head coach? I mean, you just gotta have a guy that's gonna get them to want to play for you, to want to run through a wall for you. Um, definitely somebody that can get them up and prepared and show some fight that we didn't see last night. I mean, the fact that they got blown off the offensive line. At, you know, on defense, they got blown up the line every single play practically, and it didn't matter that they switched to the entire defensive line out to keep them fresh. 
it just showed a, a kind of a lack of will to want to win that game. And I mean, this is football we're talking about here. I mean, it's 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 sheer will, it's desire, it's who's going to literally give their all. And I think if they can get a guy who the you know quote unquote the troops can rally around and just maintain some leadership to stay committed and stay motivated, that's really all you can ask for. And hopefully they can stay competitive throughout the game and maybe scratch away a six and six record, maybe five and seven. Well, first off, I want to say that I want to see them fight really hard under Sean Aguano. Um, that that is something that I really want to see for the rest of the season. And then, you know, obviously he'll probably be in the running for the next head coach. I mean, you got to if if they play well under him. Um, and then, you know, but but for me, I would kind of like them to see you know to go out and get one of these kind of big name college football coaches. We just got a big name though. Yeah, but I'm saying college football coaches. Herm was a big name. In the NFL world, I want one of these big name college football coaches, and yeah, they were following that pro model. Yeah, yeah and so it makes yeah, sense. yeah, and I, you know, I, I just, I want to see somebody, you know, even like maybe a Scott Frost or somebody like that. That's God no. <laughs> I mean, that's just an, that's just an idea. I, I don't, I don't know if hiring another fired coach who was. I don't even know what. He had a like, lot 20, of success 60? at UCF. A lot of success not at UCF. Not a lot. Not a lot. He's a national champion, Jake. It was a name. It's a name to throw out there. It's a name to throw out there. And, and everybody wants to talk about Urban Meyer. But yeah, people want to talk about Urban Meyer. I'm, I am not going to comment on that situation at the moment just because... I think I think he's going to go back to the Big Ten at some point. Or, or, I don't know no, if or Notre big, Dame. I, mean, I, just like, think that, I just think that Urban Meyer would take a bigger job. Yes. And I also just, you know... I do have some morals <laughs> and you know as much as I would love the winning that probably would come with Urban Meyer there's so much baggage there and I just don't know if I can really get on board with that so I don't know that's fair that's fair um what I want to see from the next ASU head coach I want to see someone that is able to call plays either on the offensive side or on the defensive side. Whether I want them to be hands-on. I want I want them to be in the huddles. I want them to be able to talk to either their Mike linebacker or their quarterback. Someone that is able to call those plays, whether it's an offensive coach or a defensive coach as our head coach, I want them to be hands-on like that, and I think that's important. So, um that, that's just my take. All right, that's going to do it for this emergency episode of State of the Sun Devils. Unfortunately, ASU and Herm Edwards mutually part ways today. Edwards ends his career 26-20 and 20 at Arizona State with a 17-14 record in Pac-12 play. And after losing to Eastern Michigan yesterday, ASU and him mutually part ways. Uh, thanks so much for listening. For Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson, I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll talk to you later in the week. Ciao.